Welcome to the Cross-Platform Media Podcast. I'm your host, Yoakum, and joined with my lovely and wonderful co-host, Courtney. Hello. And Jordan Danger. What's good? Now, Jordan, are you, are you still in danger? Or are we in danger? Miss Courtney, I am the danger. We We are in danger. Oh, okay, okay. So, aside from our imminent doom and danger, how was your guys' week? Uh, it was pretty good, honestly. Nothing really much going on, so this is pretty calm and relaxing. Mm-hmm. Um, what was I just being, you know, catching up on new episodes of Attack on Titan and Demon Slayer. Yeah. Really good. Ah! Yes. <laughs> ah, so hyped! <laughs> um, and then I've been watching a new... Um, anime i didn't get very far into it so i can't say much of it but it's called uh the garden of sinners um yeah honestly i came across it on crunchyroll because it was like a new thing that they just threw up there and i was like oh okay but it came out a while ago i think i'm not too sure um but yeah the animation is really good the intro for the first episode like the introduction to the episode was really good i was like oh my gosh okay this is gonna be good but yeah, um, other than that, that's all I've been doing. Did you end up starting the, um, oh, that one anime, uh, you're reading the manga right now, like Komi Can't Communicate? Is that what it is? Yes, I haven't, um, started watching the anime yet because I still need to finish the manga. I'm like, I'm like right there at the end. <laughs> It'll be done soon. <laughs> so hopefully by, uh, next week you'll have started the anime and we, you can share like how it compares. Yes, yes. I'm very excited to see the comparison. Oh, uh, that's... I've never heard somebody use those words to describe starting an anime that's based off of a manga. But good good for you, champ. Good for you. <laughs> <laughs> Just expect disappointment. Yeah, honestly, like, um, there is one manga uh, I read, and then I was like, oh, they made an anime. I started watching it. I couldn't get through the first episode. I was like, this uh, is terrible. <laughs> like Black Butler? Dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> I actually never read the manga for Black Butler. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, Black Butler was just another one of those kind of um, Full Metal Alchemist, uh, Game of Thrones thing where the the media caught up to the source material and then they just screwed it up. So uh, that's that's what happened with Black Butler. They The anime caught up to the manga and they're like, what do we do now? And so they started doing their own thing. Oh, and, really? Yep. And then they came out with another series of Black Butler, and it was like something circus. Oh, or yeah. yeah bo- the Book circus. of Circus. Yeah. yeah. That was like technically like the third season. It's supposed to take in place. I don't even know. I liked it. A lot of people apparently didn't like it, but that's probably because I didn't read the manga. <laughs> and exactly. Yeah. That's usually that's usually the boat that I'm in. I'll be talking about an anime, and one of my friends will just start just going full Jordan on it. And I'm like, whoa, <laughs> slow down. I'm like, what's the problem? He goes, everything. <laughs> <laughs> right? Did you read the manga? He's like, read the manga? <laughs> like, no, I didn't read the manga. He goes, oh, well, that's why you like it. And I'm like, well, I'm glad that I didn't read the manga. I've, <laughs> I've said that maybe 30 times in my life. <laughs> so that, that's even, that's, yeah. That's the funny thing about it. Jordan, how was your week, bud? Um, my week was pretty cool. It was pretty alright, you know? Um, 
nothing too crazy. I watched a lot of Netflix. I just finished up uh, the most recent season of Cobra Kai, the uh, Cobra sequel, Kai. Se- the se- <laughs> the uh, sequel series to the Karate Kid movies. Mm-hmm. Um, it's an awful teen drama, but I mean, <laughs> it's got the Karate Kid in it. Like, Dude. if if Degrassi had an appearance from RoboCop every few episodes, <laughs> I'd be in there. You know, like it it, it doesn't matter. Um, I mean, the action is solid. The all the parts that don't have teenagers in it are pretty great. Uh, but yeah, it's pretty solid. I just started picturing Degrassi with RoboCop in it. <laughs> <laughs> also, dude, I have not. I have not watched the most current season of Cobra Kai yet. Uh, but I def- I mean, when I was first shown cobra kai i was shown the was it the last episode of the second this because this is season four so the, yeah the high school thing uh with the big yeah the big fight yeah yeah, yeah. that was the first episode that i was shown and okay, that's 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 pretty rough and well i was at a friend's house and they're like oh we're gonna watch cobra kai have you seen it i'm like no and they're like well we're on the season finale so you can you know watch it with us or if you don't want to like see you later (laughs) so fair enough fair enough and so i stuck around i watched it with them and i was like oh this is this is boss and i binged the i binged the first two seasons in four days Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. yeah it was so I, i i still have to get caught up but you know it's i mean yeah it's like the interactions between like the teenage characters are all pretty cringy but mm-hmm. once they all like shut up and start fighting, it's like an amazing show. I like it. Is that is that your motto for, for most <laughs> teens? Shut up and start fighting. Shut up and start <laughs> fighting. Exactly. <laughs> you know, just I was just left on the cliffhanger of Eagle Fang. <laughs> oh, what a, what a name! <laughs> awesome. Well, dude, that's yeah. I, I'm looking forward to watching it myself. And as as for me, my week has been a bit of a blur i for like the first time in a long while i think the last time i felt this way i was probably like summer break in school i genuinely had no idea what day it was i like looked at my calendar because i was like for for a second i thought it was tuesday and then you know so oh my god but so that's what quarantine in your house does to you when you get the when you get the Rona. So I do that. It put me through the ringer quite a bit. I had a mm-hmm. migraine that lasted like two days and then I started like throwing up and it was just it was not a pretty sight at the uh, Yoakum establishment here. <laughs> it was not a pretty sight, but I did use that time to get caught up on Attack on Titan. and so i watched the first part of the fourth season and i'm gonna wait until all of the second part uh comes out so i can just you know show absolutely no self-control and just binge the whole thing but (laughs) jordan do you is attack on titan an anime that you actually like or have you not seen it i've never even tried it i've seen one episode with courtney i think the very first episode yeah, and he was just kind of like what am i watching it's i mean i get the appeal 
uh it's just not my thing you know yeah he likes um he likes from what i've shown him he likes uh like the classic anime so yeah. like something similar to uh cowboy bebop right. or um samurai shampoo what is that samurai samurai shampoo shampoo I. <laughs> That's a. It's, never, a, it's a classic. I, I I've never seen it, but I, I've been meaning to watch it. Mm. Um, there's Got that it. one, and then there's a there's another one. I forgot which one it was called, but he likes he likes Cowboy Bebop, Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood, and then um, I've been I showed him some of Psychopaths, but he was interested and he kind of dropped it. You know, Psychopaths did that for me, too. I was really into it, and then it just kind of dropped. But... Yeah, like, the second half of the season kind of just, yep. like, it starts, yep. like, well, that's why the second half season just starts moving along instead of, like, doing, like, little episodes here and there at the beginning, just, like, mm-hmm. little cases and stuff. But, I don't know, it's different for everyone. Yeah, I mean, that's kind of how it was for me, because I liked all the, you know, I like the episodic format. I thought it worked really well for that show. And when it started mm-hmm. actually going to a storyline, then it kind of, uh, it lost its charm for me. Uh, I see. So, but yeah, so I went through the Attack on Titan. I ended up watching the the movie first. I think they call it like Attack on Titan Chronicles or something like that where it goes through two hour movie goes through the first three seasons. Oh, and does a recap. Yeah. I I was like, what are you talking about? Then what you, then you explained, I was like, Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, no, I never watched that. Don't plan on watching it. Yeah. It was good for me because it had been a while since I had watched. Uh, it was mostly, I skipped through a lot of it. It was mostly, I just wanted to recap on the last bit of events that happened in season three. Oh yeah, I think I had to like uh, go back and watch parts of a uh, season two and yeah. season three just mm-hmm. to like refresh. I'm like, oh, okay, that makes sense now. I'm like, oh yeah, I forgot about that. <laughs> Absolutely. So I watched that, and then I also watched a couple of movies uh, that I am going to save for the recommendations at the end of the podcast. So. Moving on to the notable news of the week. Uh, So we do have a couple of games that will be coming out here uh, this week and next week. I think by the time this podcast airs, uh, one of them will, one or two of them will already be released. Uh, So the first one being Uncharted Legacy of Thieves. Mm. Uh, That's going to be coming out on the 28th of January for the PS4 and the PS5. And the little synopsis that I pulled for it, uh, very, very straightforward and simple, just discover lost history with a charismatic yet complex thieves, Nathan Drake and Chloe Frazier, as they travel the world with a sense of wonder, pursuing extraordinary adventures and lost lore. Uncharted Legacy of Thieves collection includes critically acclaimed globetrotting single player exploits from Uncharted 4, A Thieves End, and Uncharted The Lost Legacy, remastered in stunning detail for the PlayStation 5 with improved visuals and frame rate. So that is going to be coming out on the PS4 as well, even though it has been improved for specifically the PS5, and it's going to be $50 on for the bundle on the PS5, 
and they i believe this is a digital only bundle for the ps4 and that's going to be 40 dollars. so if you are a fan of the uncharted series and if you are eagerly waiting for the release of tom holland's uncharted like every fan of the movie or of the game i know is everybody i know that loves uncharted is just not looking forward to the movie so you know a little bit of sarcasm there to open up the cast <laughs> yeah um i i hate to sidetrack us do you but um <laughs> no i love it um if we find that it's st- if we find that it's awful i'll cut it out but in the synopsis we called them uh globe trotting adventures correct uh yes and uh i i stopped listening because i started thinking of an uncharted like game where instead of playing as nathan drake you play as a harlem a harlem globetrotter where you're just like throwing basketballs and like making all your enemies trip on the court and stuff and now i need to uh talk to some people at naughty dog i think you need to talk to your therapist (laughs) (laughs) it's called a sense of wonder look it up sometime sweetie sure thing dear oh goodness Next is Life is Strange Remastered Collection. I love that these companies are putting two games together and calling it a collection because it makes them feel better about themselves. So Life is Strange Remastered Collection is a collection of both of the Life is Strange Remastered games that already came out. Uh, Life is Strange Remastered and Life is Strange Before the Storm Remastered. Uh, so some of the improvements that they made to uh, to this collection, they enhanced the visuals, they changed up some of the gameplay mechanics, uh, and updated, refined some of the puzzles. Um, I don't remember if this was a part of the base games, but they did note that your choices matter, and they had multiple endings based upon your choices. So if that's new, that's really cool because I love it when games do that. Um, and there's just much more to discover in these remastered re- remastering of the remastered games. It's going to be so remastered, it you just don't even know what to do with yourself. So are they adding new content to the game too, or is it just a straight up and down remaster? I think they just sprayed it with Windex and called it a day. Awesome. <laughs> scrape some of that (laughs) xbox 360 dust off of it (laughs) exactly uh so it is going to be 40 dollars for the collection that's coming out on february 1st for the ps4 the ps5 and the xbox and last but not least for our notable news of the week we have dying light 2 stay human that one's coming out on february 4th and that's going to be coming out for all platforms but the switch So it did originally say that it was going to come out on the Switch on February 4th, and it still says on Nintendo's website, but recently, within the last like week or so, the company has commented that the Switch game, the Switch version is going to be about another six months or so. They're saying that they hope to have it six within six months of all the other platforms getting it. And I imagine that it's taking some time because of hardware limitations with the Switch. I was going to say, I was like, with the Switch, I was like, I'm surprised they're just throwing so many games on the Switch right now, especially with Dying Light. I was like, oh, goodness. (laughs) So, and to make it even more interesting, 
it's not an actual like copy of the game. It's not a physical copy. It's uh, they're calling it the cloud edition. So you oh. need to make sure I definitely need to make sure that you have a solid internet connection. And if you have an OLED switch, you're definitely going to want to make sure that ethernet uh, cable is connected because it's going to remember uh, was, I think Google did like Google stadia where it was like cloud-based gaming. Mm -hmm. oh yeah so that's what this is going to be for the switch and so i imagine the delay is they're having a hard time having the switch properly communicate with the server to kind of give you that game like in good chunks like i don't know how it's going to load i don't know if it's just going to be streaming where it's just bit by bit and it can get laggy or if they're going to download like from save point to save point, just download chunks on the switch. Ooh, that doesn't sound like that doesn't sound good. Like, cause I remember the, the stadia and I just remember seeing it a few times and hearing so many bad things about it. And that was it. Yeah. And I think Amazon is currently trying to do the same thing with their fire TVs as well. Huh? And I don't, I don't see cloud based gaming being a thing our heads are already yeah. enough in the clouds we need to get them <laughs> out of the clouds got them <laughs> so yeah i i totally agree um people already complain about the games that are downloaded to their consoles and if you try i mean yeah cl- cl- the cloud i mean it's not it's not bulletproof like the yeah. the tech ain't there to be just putting it in everything, mm-hmm. and especially for a massive game. I'm assuming Dying Light Two is going to be, you know, a pretty sizable download for people that are downloading it. Yeah. Uh, now try downloading it 100% of the time. It's good it, luck. It, it doesn't work. Yeah, yeah. Um. And the Switch is just not built for it. And you know. Mm-hmm. I yeah. I won't uh, I won't rehash what everyone else has said about the Switch, but you know. Yeah, you know, when I was looking into this game as well, it did seem rather interesting. I haven't played Dying Light, um, but when I was looking at it for the PC, you know, I don't have a PlayStation or an Xbox, so it's either my Switch or it's going to be my PC. And I really like the way that Steam kind of phrased or like what their description of the game would be. They said, the virus won and civilization has fallen back to the Dark Ages. The city, one of the last human settlements, is on the brink of collapse. Use your agility and combat skills to survive and reshape the world. This is a horror parkour zombie survival game. I like all of those words. It's amazing. I was like, the parkour sticks out a lot. I remember from the first one, (laughs) especially with the online. Oh my gosh, with the online when you're playing as the, uh, I don't remember what it was called, like like the infected one. I'm like, you're jumping all over the freaking place. (laughs) Oh, that's amazing. You could play as a parkour zombie. So with the online play, um, it's one. It's like one infected and um like a group of just regular humans oh cool i remember watching my uncle play as the infected one i'm like bruh i'm like this doesn't seem fair (laughs) you're literally (laughs) jumping all over the place you have like uh x-ray vision like all i don't know all this crazy stuff i'm like i don't know (laughs) but it looked a lot of fun 
I love it. You know, I was in a band in high school called Parkour Zombie. Or like a reggae blues fusion with a little bit of like um kind of like Nordic vibes during yeah. our solos. Yeah, if uh you know, if the Norse are known for anything, it's parkour. <laughs> so those are the games that are coming out here real soon. By the time you're listening to this podcast. Uh, Life is Strange and Uncharted will already be out. So if you're picking up any of these games, let us know how they are. You can tweet at us because we have our Twitter running now. And that is where, go to Twitter. Our handle is at crossplatformco. So crossplatformco. Let us know how these games are. And also, please, please... For the love of all that is good and holy, say hello to Jordan Danger. <laughs> yes, yes. I won't respond. <laughs> <laughs> That's not true. I might be obnoxious about it and respond to everyone. Oh, there you go. Yes, everybody. All I think our last episode got 16 listens. All 16 of you. Go to Twitter at Jordan Danger at cross platform co or take a picture and send it to us. Cause we also have an Instagram and you can reach us on Instagram at cross platform media. Now we got that out of the way for what we all came here for. The news is great. The banter is fine. The jokes are amazing. I heard Yoakum is hilarious, but who'd you hear that from? Uh, I think it might have been Biscuit. Could have been my grandma, but still. My grandma thinks I'm funny. Your your grandma thinks I'm funnier. <laughs> <laughs> I'm out of here. So, Jordan, how have you been? I've been all right. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to be talking about a movie this week called As the Gods Will. It is a Japanese film. Uh, you can watch it the only place right now if you don't have a VPN to put yourself in Japan because it is on Japan's Netflix. So if you have a VPN, you can do that. But you can watch it on Vimeo. I believe it's uh, anywhere between 10 to $20 for the rental. I think I want to say it was like 10 or 15 bucks. if that sounds familiar to you guys. We paid way too much for this movie. We paid <laughs> way too much. We paid a lot of money for this. <laughs> and <then it> <laughs> this thing was a fiasco. Yeah, it was funny too because when we we're looking for the movie, like at the, I think after we all watched the movie, I was like going through Funimation. I was like, no way, this was on Funimation. And I clicked and it's just the title. It wasn't actually on Funimation. I was like, uh, I would have been so mad. Yeah. Just, dude, Funimation did that to me with the uh, live action Assassination Classroom. Oh, that's right. Oh, we still got to finish that. <laughs> oh, man. That was so, oh, that was such a good movie. Anyways. Save that for another podcast. Yes. As the gods will. So we're going to kind of break down the movie and discuss it as we go. Uh, So the the baseline of the plot that I'm going to lay down here to establish. A kid, high school student, is bored in life and prays to God that his life will become less boring. (laughs) Well... <laughs> oh boy, did that change? Oh boy, very did quickly. That, very quickly. So the next morning at school, 
he and his whole classroom is greeted by a Daruma doll. If you don't know what a Daruma doll is, Google exists. But it's a little doll that's pretty much just a head uh, and sometimes displays like a human's face. And I don't I don't right now remember the the, the cultural significance of a Daruma doll. Um, also, if you remember uh, Darumaka from Pokemon's Black and White, he went into his Zen mode to look more like a Daruma doll. That's where his inspiration comes from. And yeah. And he evolves into Darmanitan, which even looks like a more angry monkey Daruma doll. Anyways, so... Courtney, cor correct me if I'm wrong. Is that little stuffed thing you got me, uh, like a stuffed Daruma doll? Is that what that is? Yeah, it's a yeah, it's a little version of one. Nice. Yeah, Be careful, Courtney, Jordan. Courtney bought me a tiny little uh, adorable Daruma doll. That's awesome. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So they are greeted with a Daruma doll on the teacher's desk in the front of the class and pretty much initiates a game of essentially red light, green light. He turns around where you see a button on his back. And the idea is while he has his back turned, he's going to be singing a song. When he turns around, you need to be frozen because if you move, then your head explodes yay <laughs> so the whole classroom is navigating as these kids heads are exploding it is chaos it's like it's like red light green light from squid game just on a smaller scale yeah, and then after they explode and die their like whole entire body becomes like marbles or yeah, whatever like so they yep yeah red marbles so they have to navigate through that trying to get to the front without like getting caught without without home aloneing all over the place <laughs> oh god <Jordan. laughs> without home aloneing all over the place yes so uh main character makes it through he gets out of the classroom meets up with a girl that he's like super crushing hard on and oh no it's just a friend she's crushing hard yeah. on him yeah there it is uh and they are then shuffled into the gym. Mind you, the entire school's locked down, except for the doors that they need to go to next. So they're in the gym. And they are met with a Maneki Neko. And for those of you that don't know, uh, when you go to some restaurants, you'll see like the little cat with his paw up. Uh, and there'll be like coins placed around it. Sometimes they'll put a coin in his paw for... Um, you know, good luck. And so one of those is giant huge. And he starts saying, my back itches. And he starts eating all the students because they're dressed like mice. <laughs> so what were your guys' thoughts going through the gym of this cat that like he would jump all over the place. He would roll around the place. His head would spring off and like eat them like... My first thought, or what I said when me and Jordan were watching this, was like, "Yes, that's not fair. Yeah. <laughs> that's cheating. <laughs> that's cheating." <laughs> yes, absolutely, and I, yeah, I would agree with that. It was absolute BS. My BS meters were off the hizzy for shizzy. <laughs> Around the cat's collar, he has a basketball hoop ring. And the idea is they need to throw the bell through the hoop, 
But, you know, the cat can just hit the bell out of the way. And so they have to sedate him by scratching his back. Cute. Yep. So he makes it through with another small group. And I think this is the time where they're hoisted up into that cube, right? Yeah, that's the floating cube thing. So they're in the floating cube now uh, above the city. All the people are are watching, figuring out what is going on. They somehow already figured out that this is a trial of the gods to figure out who the true children of God are. And so they're in the cube and they their group's been kind of like split up. But it's the guy, the main character, the girl that's crushing hard on him. And then there's like some super smart dude and then another girl. And in come the little wait, wait, wait. um wait the the girl um that sh- that was crushing on him got put into a different room, and the other girl was placed with him. Like, yeah, from they a like, different school. They like swap out love interests like thirty minutes in. It's crazy. Yeah, it was like that. Oh, yeah, it was like a weird love triangle. It was like. He was into one of them, but she wasn't so much into him. But then the other one was into him, but he wasn't so much into her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Awesome. So that's the order of who's in the cube now. And in comes through the door are four floating Kakeshi wooden dolls. A Kakeshi wooden doll is a little wooden doll. Uh, very simple. Kind of looks like a... Kind of like a drumstick. Uh, oh, you know what? No. It looks like those uh, PlayStation Move controllers. Because it's just like a stick with a little ball on top. Yeah, that helped. Yeah, perfect there it description. is. So they put one of the kids blindfolded in the middle. And they dance around them. And they have uh, 10 seconds to, to figure out who is standing behind him by trying to follow their voices. Yeah, and while they're spinning around, uh, they're singing this little song chant to, like, mix up all their voices and stuff. It's, it's pretty devious. Yeah, pretty messed up. <laughs> now, up to this point, like, yeah, you had their heads exploding in the first scene, but, like, it was pretty tame. You saw, like, the edges of splatter, and it was, it was the blood turned into marbles, and... You know, the the cat wasn't super bloody because he was just eating people. This scene, when that first guy loses the game and the dolls have telekinetic powers and they If you don't want to hear this gory miss, uh, skip skip ahead (laughs) a few seconds, honestly. (laughs) They force him into a praying position and slam his head repeatedly in... To the ground until his brains are exposed. On to the next person. <laughs> That's not all. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But, but wait. But wait. <laughs> There's more. There is more. <laughs> so this is the part of the movie where it actually got a little much for me. Mm-hmm. I, I am not a stranger to gory films. I can handle it. What gets me more than visual gore is sound. And that's where this movie got me. So the next girl, you know, these are like minor characters that nobody cares about because, you know, they're put there early on just as cannon fodder. So this Mm -hmm. next girl, Mm -hmm. she goes in and they're all dancing around her, singing their little song and everything. And they're like, who's behind you? And she guesses wrong. They force her into the splits 
you're going to hear some bones cracking when that happens. Mm-hmm. And they using their telekinetic powers and you can tell like the dolls are struggling to do this too because like when it shows their faces they're like really struggling here and you don't see anything like well there there is a bird's eye view where you see her in the splits and there's like a puddle of blood forming around her like underneath her skirt um And then it cuts away to, like, other people's faces, the dolls, and you just start hearing cracking and crunching and cracking. They rip her apart! Like, I... After a little bit of hearing that, I actually muted my TV and just (laughs) waited a little bit. Like, uh, like, I'm... We watched this movie a while ago, and I'm still like, ugh! (laughs) Gives me the heebie-jeebies, man. <laughs> uh, yeah, so what do you guys think about that? Yeah, it's like, oh, this gives me the heebie-jeebies and me and Jordan over here laughing at it. Yeah, C- Courtney, and I were s- <laughs> Courtney and I were sitting on the beanbag together watching this scene go down. And we're just dying because, I mean, yeah, it's gory, but it's also ridiculous. And... I think we were we were laughing at the uh, the fact that we paid fifteen dollars to watch that. <laughs> you know, it would have been smart if we just rented the movie on one account and then mm-hmm. just shared that account. But we're about supporting the creators, man. Yeah, yeah, we are. Yeah, that's right. Says the guy who was talking about the VPN earlier. <laughs> <laughs> That's different. It's different. That's, it's different. It's always different when it's in your, like, my favor. Yeah, of course. Of course. Yeah. Yeah. So they, they eventually, you know, the, the main character outsmarts the, the Kakeshi dolls and they move on to the next round where they're in a hallway and being chased by like a evil goth kokeshi doll with i think he had wings too he kind of looked like if you were to mix like ryuk from death note and one of the kokeshi dolls Mm -hmm. uh maybe with a little bit of like kiss the band uh (laughs) yeah 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 exactly three very interesting and different there you go and and it works i mean you know japanese films so they're being chased, and as the main character and the girl are being chased, he, like, does the whole, like, come on, and he grabs her hand, and the doll's like, oh, you're friends, and he, like, goes away, and they're just, like, just as puzzled as I was when that happened, because it was, like, mm-hmm. really intense, and he, like, grabs her hand, and it's just like, oh, okay, and so when they discover that's kind of the trick they meet up with other people that are being chased by the kiss ryu uh kakeshi doll and they're like hold hands and they all hold hands and the kakeshi doll goes away and they thwart the evil by the power of friendship because friendship is magic sparkles (laughs) it's so ridiculous so they get through, they get seven keys in order to open up this door, that big face thing, and it rolls away. And then they're in, you know, a winter wonderland. 
and in comes the giant snowboarding polar bear with the talking fish on his back. <laughs> I forgot he was snowboarding. <laughs> I forgot about the fish. <laughs> and so he says, I hate lies. That's why I'm a white polar bear because white is pure and like all this kinds of stuff. And he's like, I hate lies and darkness and da 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 da. So I'm going to ask you guys a group. I'm going to ask you guys a bunch of questions. You have to answer honestly. And if you lie to me, well, then just pound town to the ground. He just like just pulverizes them into the ground and leaves nothing behind but just a, a red crater. And I also want to say... The graphics up to this point have been like pretty like okay and on par for a 2015 mm-hmm. film. Mm-hmm. What was up with the claymation polar bear? I think it was a stylistic choice and you need to get off them, man. Courtney? I thought it was an interesting twist. I really didn't have like any thought about it. I was like, oh, that's cool and interesting and different. And that was about it. It's also yeah. very possible that they ran out of funding uh, 60% of the way through the movie. Yeah, that's very true. <laughs> i mean after this movie it does kind of speed up real quickly and oh yeah (laughs) it starts they're like all right guys wrap this up real quick here you got got 10 minutes and we've already used seven of them (laughs) they spent it all on the cat (laughs) they spent it all on the cat (laughs) the the mouse costume budget was insane for this movie oh yeah that that's for sure (laughs) it was all in the marbles the mouse costume (laughs) 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 so the polar bear goes around asking his questions to everybody and they're like oh some there's some funny business going on here because after like there was what seven of them and after like three of them got pulverized they're like wait none of us are actually lying and the main character's like the liar is the bear gasp he's not a polar bear he's a black bear (gasps) and his (laughs) and and he starts like fizzing on the ground like fizzling yeah i was gonna say how they figure that out so one of the girls that actually liked the main dude Mm -hmm. got smashed into the ground and he figured that out out that the bear was not actually a bear because the blood from the girl wiped off the white paint from his paw. I totally missed that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Yeah, because like when when I was watching and he called out the bear, I was like, bold choice, but okay. And then it turned out to be true. And I was like, what? <laughs> yeah, so, so far... Out of 10, what are you guys rating it? Um, let's see. On what scale? Out of 10. No, on what scale? What am I rating? Enjoyability? Sure. Right now we're sitting at a pretty solid 6. I think it's the worst movie I've ever enjoyed. (laughs) I was going to say about like around a 6 too. Yeah. Yeah. Well, let's see if, uh that stays for the rest of the movie because <laughs> oh <my gosh. laughs> so they're already like demented and like figure trying to figure out like how do we get home all the while there's that one evil kid that has like no problem just murdering dude oh, i forgot yeah. about the murder yeah we haven't forgot Wait, oh my god yeah that kid was the murder crazy kid. the murder I- kid <laughs> 
He just totally forgot about him. It's a really unfortunate nickname for for Yoko to have. Kid. Yeah, well, he goes by MK on the on the on the school on the, grounds on the message boards <laughs> <laughs> on the subreddits. <laughs> so, Murder Kid is also like enjoying this too. Every time the polar bear punches, he's like, <laughs> "Isn't that funny?" You know. So they end up at the at the end here. They're at a castle, and they're met with some. I'm not going to try to pronounce it. So they're met with uh, Russian nesting dolls and they're all talking. They're like, the last game is kick the can. And so the twist, whoever kicks the can, the can explodes and you'll die. And all the while there's like the, the murder kid is kind of like it, if you will. Uh, I think they labeled him as the devil. Uh, and he's got to capture everybody and put them in this like jail cell. And he captures like half the group and all that's left is the girl and the main character. Mm-hmm. And I love how at the end he just shows up in like that suit of armor. I, I just remembered that. Yeah. Like that was a big part, Jordan. How I know. You oh, I kind of fell asleep. I'm not going to lie. <gasps> well, cause that his whole, his, his whole thing was like, if I'm in this armor and the thing explodes, like I'll be fine. But then he ends up taking off the armor and kicks the can. And then he can barely move in the armor. Too. Yeah. That was pretty funny. It was, it was, this movie was just so absurd. And just as quickly as it wraps up, as we're talking about it, like audience, like just know this movie really wraps up really quickly after the polar bears. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. It just jumps right into it there's a little bit of like a moment when he's in like that like storage attic of the castle, but it just, they, they spent all of their money on marbles and mice costume. So what are you going to do? And so he kicks the can and surprise, the can doesn't explode because the little nesting doll starts laughing and goes, we lied. Ah, you guys all won. Here's a popsicle. Now, the last few minutes of this movie is what angered all of us the most. Now, chances are, sweet, lovely, awesome audience, you're probably not going to watch this movie. But in the event that you do, we're going to save the last chunk of our feelings of anger and hatred and rage uh, for another clip that will be uploaded at the same time as this episode is uploaded of the podcast. You're not going to get gypped like we did with this movie. You're not going to be, uh, you're not going to get got. I learned that one today. I heard somebody said they get, get got. They got got. They got got. Yeah. So that's not going to happen like it did for us with this movie. Uh, so real quickly, just as quickly as that movie wrapped up, we're going to wrap up the podcast here with some awesome recommendations and singing and say it's sure (laughs) this is a musical podcast from from now on (laughs) you start and you can check out the next clip to hear our final thoughts of the last few minutes of the movie in the next clip so on to the recommendations 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 Ah. so 
in my quarantine. No, not going to do that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So <laughs> I was going to be like, how long is it going to last? <laughs> so in my quarantine, I watched. So quick backstory. A buddy of mine says this is one of the best movies. Uh, unironically. I saw Paddington. Like Paddington Bear. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That movie was so good. Like, it is not... It's definitely... Like, the jokes, the humor that's in there, like, kids will find that funny. But, like, there's a lot of humor that's for the adults of this movie. So, for those of you who don't know, Paddington is an awesome bear. Uh, he's, a, he's a nice guy. He's just a cub. Um... He's from a part of the world called called Darkest Peru, where he lives with his uncle bear and his aunt bear, and they live together in the trees and make marmalade sandwiches. Well, this is all first scene stuff. So uh, there's an earthquake, uncle bear dies, and aunt bear is like, I'm going to go live at the retirement center for bears, so... Go to London, because we have a connection out there for you. So he makes his way to London with his little red hat that he keeps a marmalade sandwich in for emergencies, like a, every good adventurer does. That's adorable. It is it is wonderful. And, and I don't know if I can call this a spoiler or enticing, but the um, the sandwich makes an appearance at a crucial part of the movie. That's amazing. Yes. So, <laughs> yeah. So, anyways, great movie. And then I immediately watched Paddington 2. And I'm not going to talk about Paddington 2 because it picks up, like, right after the first Paddington. And so, it builds right off of them. And I will say, uh, I... I'm very happy that grocery stores are still doing the whole order on the app and drive to the store and they put it in your trunk with no contact because mm-hmm. I went to the grocery store after and got some marmalade Nice. and nice. I made myself a marmalade sandwich. Uh, do you guys know what marmalade is? Yeah. Nope. Oh, okay, cool. I didn't know what marmalade was at first. Really? It's just orange jam. Yeah, it's just, yeah. But it's so good. It's great. And... I, I made myself a marmalade sandwich. It was it's one, just a... one of the finest toppings to go on a nice slice of toast. Or, you know. Yep. There you go. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, I hate I hate to sidetrack us one more. Uh, okay, let me rephrase that. I love to sidetrack us one more time. <laughs> but there, there's a Twitter account that... Yes, yes, there is. I think I know what you're going to say. Go yeah, ahead. Yeah, there's a Twitter account where the guy who runs it is photoshopping Paddington into <laughs> yes! another movie... <laughs> Once a day until he forgets. And he is on day 322. Um, <laughs> so, for instance, I'm looking at his Twitter feed right now. He's got Paddington in the original Godzilla. Uh, pa- Paddington in, in Star Wars. <laughs> and Paddington in Top Gun. Um, oh <laughs> I vote for our first retweet on the new Twitter account to be one of these pictures. Yes. And uh, what what is that Twitter account? Oh yeah, uh, let me pull that up. Of course, we got, it's going to be at J the Chu, J A Y T H E C H O U. All right, the Chow, J the Chow. Um, Jordan, what do you hit us with your recommendation? 
Gotcha. So uh, my recommendation for this week is going to be a novel by my man Kurt Vonnegut. Um, let's go ahead and cross these platforms. I'm going to bring huh. literature into this bad boy. Um, so yeah, Bluebeard by Kurt Vonnegut. It's um, one of his it's probably one of his lesser known books. He's like a crazy famous writer, uh, Slaughterhouse Five, and uh, what's the other one? Um, <laughs> uh, Slaughterhouse Five and Cat's Cradle. Those are all like massive, like American classics. Um, okay. But yeah, Bluebeard is a book written from the perspective of a fictional artist. Like he's fictional in his own universe? No. So I mean, oh, it's okay, an, got it's, it. It's an autobiography of a fictional character. Um, I love it. Yeah, so he is I won't get too far into detail, but he's an abstract expressionist, which means, you know, he all of his art kind of looks uh uh, you know, um unclear. I just want to discuss one little part of the book where he's at home and his wife is kind of giving him the business. She's like, "You know, why are you out there wasting our money?" And uh pursuing all this abstract expressionist art and stuff when it's real artists that are making the money, you know, people that can draw things well. And he uh, gets fed up with it and says, you know what? Screw it. And he uh, grabs his kid's crayon and draws on their kitchen wall. Perfect illustrations of the two children without looking wow. at them. And he, uh, you know, the wife is dumbfounded and she says, oh my God, why, why aren't you out there doing this every day? And he looks at her and says, because it's too damn easy. Oh. Um, so, yeah, that's like the it's it's such an amazing character dynamic that, um, you know, he's he's massively talented. But because illustrating his thoughts in clear forms is so easy, he has to fall back on using abstract methods because it's wow. more difficult to convey the meaning. Um, yeah, it's a great book. Uh it's a a beautiful uh feminist novel that um plays around with the idea of the tortured artist i like it that's a, that sounds like a great book like i'm not much of a reader but i would definitely i'm definitely going to be looking into that one that sounds wonderful hopefully i can i wonder if there's probably like an uh like an audio of yeah, it yeah i'm sure that would be easier for me to take it in mm mm-hmm. mhm Awesome. Dude, super solid choice. So, uh, Courtney, why don't you go ahead and hit us with your recommendation? Oh, yes, yes. So, I have a few, just in case if, like, some people aren't into, like, the first thing that I recommend is, like, another yeah. thing, just in case. Um, I've been actually reading this for, like, a few years now. Um, it's a Webtoon comic, um, if you haven't heard. A Webtoon is, like, a small little app platform where... Um, artists and like writers or comic writers or wh whoever um can just post little short comics and their little things and all that stuff nice so this webtoon comic that i'm reading right now is called true beauty um it's about this high school girl she's not popular at all um she actually gets bullied a lot um for how she looks and she has some acne going on and she's um, and she gets bullied for, like, what she's into. She's into horror, um, manga, and all that stuff. And um, after all that bullying, she took it to heart. And she moved to a different school, but she wanted a fresh start. So she started looking up, like, all these beauty uh, 
videos, like makeup tutorials and all that stuff, and basically fully transformed herself. And she does not look like herself at all, but she looks huh. good. And so she becomes like not popular, but just she looks good enough to where she's able to make friends and feel comfortable without anyone like staring or making fun of her. And she doesn't show her bare face at all to her friends or like later in a comic her boyfriends or anything like the only people that know her actual face is her family and um as the webtoon continues on what was it uh she gets more comfortable with how she looks um and she slowly starts to show her friends how she actually looks and like her um her problems with like showing her actual face and all that stuff and how like she gets paranoid or just like has serious anxiety from it um so like overall it's just like it's just a webtoon comic about like you don't have to like prove to other people like Mm -hmm. of like how you look and like you don't have to look this certain way it's like just feel comfortable with how you look type situation it's like don't take in like other people's like thoughts or what they like their opinions about you basically so i really liked it honestly i was like so would you say it's more of like a a coming of age story of realizing that beauty is beauty is not just what this arbitrary standard that other people have established but true beauty is really who you are and yes your your most your most honest and vulnerable self yes thank you just summed it up right for me (laughs) yeah it seems like a nice wholesome little comic yeah that's awesome yeah and if no one's if um the listeners if you're not really interested in that i have some um a few other recommendations um let's do it (laughs) one of one other one is called mers just mers m u r r z is literally it's these short little comics about like her life and like what goes on or just like some random thoughts that she has and she's like oh i gotta make that into a comic and i've showed jordan this and it's it's super funny i love it so much where where do you find those uh webtoon as well these are all webtoons these are all webtoons awesome awesome it's a free app to download so my last webtoon comic that i'm gonna be recommending um is my giant nerd boyfriend it's similar to mers um but this one is more like on the relationship of the um webcomic artist um what was it yeah so like it's it's super it's like i don't don't know how do i explain this basically it's just like short little clips of her life basically and what they go through and oh um the main thing with this comic is that um it's in the title is that her boyfriend is actually just a foot taller than her She's oh, that's five, amazing. Yeah, her she is 5'5", five five and he is 6'5". <laughs> wow. Yeah. And so it's just a lot of, like, short people problems and tall people problems and, like, the comparison <laughs> and how they work things out and all that stuff. And they're both nerds. You know, once you said the height difference, I, I think I've seen... I, I think I've seen some of them floating around, like, Facebook and such. Yeah, I think these webtoons are pretty casual as far as um, ingesting media comes. Uh, each, you know, each web comic takes maybe a, a minute or two to read. It's definitely one of those things where like you have a few minutes to kill on your break at work or something like that. Just pop a couple in and call it a day. Mm-hmm. It, it doesn't really take a whole lot of uh, of commitment, you know, to keep up to date with that kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. And it's like also if it's just like if you're just reading them or anything, it's like 
what I like about this too is like um this app actually supports the webtoon uh artist to the comics the artists and all that stuff so like um you can buy like these little coins uh to like skip ahead for some episodes and those coins go to the artist and it somehow like supports them or something like that I'm not too sure right and you can also like um there's a comic section um for each webtoon too so you can always comment down below of like what your thoughts were and like how much you enjoyed it and you can communicate with others and all that stuff too nice and i'm sure a lot of those artists as well have patreons and such set up as well oh yes yeah and yeah so you can support those artists you know financially give them a little bit here and there to show like appreciation um but you know do you know uh what's actually free to show appreciation what do you mean? By Hitting that? that subscribe button on uh, our podcast, <laughs> following us on Twitter at Cross Platform Co. and following us on Instagram at Cross Platform Media. That is all free support, guys. I'm gonna have to it... pull you down like ten decibels from that. Like that. <laughs> <laughs> that one blew my ears off, dude. <laughs> really? I'm fine over here, but I guess I'm partially deaf. That's why. <laughs> Also, those are great recommendations. So real quick recap, Paddington Bear, Bluebeard, True Beauty, My Giant Nerd Boyfriend, and MERS. Awesome. We really went across all platforms for those recommendations. Yeah, we really Ah. did, actually. (laughs) Well, thank you to everybody who is listening to the podcast right now. As I speak, whatever time that's going to be for you guys. Thank you so much. I'm talking about you. You know who I'm talking about. You right there. Go look in the mirror. Go look in the mirror. Yeah, that face right there. I'm thanking you for listening to today's episode of the podcast. Make sure to tune in. Subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss any of these awesome episodes and we can continue to rag on jordan and see all the stuff that he hates make sure to tweet at us for jordan danger and be on the lookout for all of the awesome paddington bear photoshop retweets so guys thank you and we will see you guys all again real soon bye Bye.